Welcome to Ladies Who Health, the podcast for the book smart, but not always street smart health professional. This is the show where we put the spotlight on some amazing women in healthcare and attempt to answer some of those questions you didn't even know you had or you've been too scared to ask. You're joined by Perth Physio Neve and Melbourne dentist Caitlin. Let's do it. I can almost taste my freedom. I can't wait for you. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for you. I am also very excited. I'm hesitant. I'm scared. Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit wary. I don't know how I'm going to react to other people and seeing so many people around and like Mm -hmm. being in the same place as as other people that I don't Mm -hmm. know. Um, But I am also very excited by the prospect of seeing my friends and my family and just like not having to be at home by nine o'clock every night. Oh, Um, so good. You can be home by (laughs) 9.30 and be asleep by 10. I intend to be uh, (laughs) home by much later and I plan to just go outside tomorrow morning at like 1am in the morning just because I can (laughs) and then just go back inside (laughs) just because I can that's so funny you just go out your little your little pjs and you're like hello world all right hello world hello freedom it's me Caitlin it's been a while it's been like three months um but then like realistically I mean apart from I mean during the week uh, not much really is going to change for me because mm. I'm still going to go to work, come home and yeah. then be tired and then go to sleep probably <laughs> by nine o'clock anyway. So that's not going to affect me too much. Yeah. But just like, just knowing that I can, if yes. I want to, is really, really, no. really uh, awesome. I always found with any lockdowns and like, I've been very lucky in Perth, obviously I've only done like shorter ones, but though, like we had a five day one a couple months ago and it was just, <laughs> I know I'm so sorry. Me. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But like it was over the work week and I was like, actually there's very little difference here and I'm totally yeah. fine. Look, um, It's the weekends and obviously it's the hundred and something plus days when you're in Melbourne and that's just not fun at all. But yes, the work week doesn't really change. The work week doesn't change and I'm lucky because with work I am allowed to leave and I am allowed to go to work and I, you know, am allowed to, if work goes later than curfew, I'm allowed to you know, drive home and, mm. you know, not be pulled over. I have permits for that kind of thing. Um, have you been pulled over? I haven't. I haven't. Oh, but, you okay. know, if if I am pulled over, yeah. I have a permit to be like, yeah. you're allowed to be out after this yeah. time, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but I... Uh, I don't know. I just, I don't know how I'm going to actually cope going back mm. into the, into the normal world. Like yeah. actually having to do things on the weekends. I, I'm both, I'm, I'm excited, but I'm so hesitant. Mm. Like I, and also like knowing how high the case numbers still are scares mm. me, even yeah. though we've got really good jab rates now, mm. like that's awesome. Mm. And I've been, you know, double vaxxed for yonks. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's the scientific term, yonks. Um, <laughs> yet I'm still so, I don't know, just, yeah. just a bit worried, just a bit like, oh, like I don't mm. want to go back into lockdown again. Mm. And that's all I can think about. Mm. But then I know that if I don't, grab the freedom by the cojones like, <laughs> that if we do go back into lockdown I'm gonna be really disappointed that I didn't do anything and it's just this really like this anxious loop that keeps yeah. playing in my head like you yeah. gotta do stuff but if you do too much like what if the numbers are really high yeah. and you go back into lockdown but if you go back into lockdown and you didn't do anything yeah and you know you're oh, really sad and lockdown again and it's just like oh my god my head I just I just want to, I just want it to all be okay. Yeah. Basically. I'm sure all of our Melbourne and New South Wales listeners are in the exact same boat as you, Caitlin. <laughs> and like, I mean, I hope not. Cause it's an awful like thing to have going on in your head. Just like, yeah. I hope they have much calmer minds. <laughs> oh, I reckon it's pretty incredible to have a, an entire state and a pretty exact state of mind same state oh. of mind hey today thank you very much I thought you know I'll take the reins on this one um, <laughs> um I made a pun earlier when we were prepping for the episode hence why you know uh, Caitlin is saying I'm taking over the puns because I've only done one actually in the episode my mom just sent me a message in French and I'm like dude I can't read French 
Does your mom speak French? No, I'm pretty sure she put it into Google Translate. Can you read French? Um, it's yes. Wee uh, wee. Oui, oui. Cappuccino. Uh, oui. Yes, a cappuccino. Thank you. Um, I'm leaving soon. Uh, cool. You read French? Um, no, but it has the same like bases like English. Oh my god, I have a friend who knows Latin, and she was joking because I was like, oh, I really want to go to Italy. She's like, oh, we should go to Italy together. Um, it'd be so good because like I can speak the language. And I was like, oh, do you know Italian? She was like, no, 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 I studied Latin in high school. And like basically, <laughs> if you know Latin, you know all the European languages. It's very <laughs> her boyfriend true. and I were just like, that's cap. Um, so we made her like translate some sentences, and she couldn't, and she was, <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. That's you know, like when people are just like really convinced that they're correct. And then you're just like, no, mate, Incorrect. nah. Incorrect. That is amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> it's so funny. Neve, how's work going? Anything um, interesting happening at the moment? Oh, my goodness. Yesterday, I got to go to this little group um, for little toddlers. And it was so cute. And they were all, like, on the, like, younger end of toddlers. So they're all just, like, learning how to walk. And, oh, they're beautiful. Oh, they're beautiful. And basically, at the end of this group, they do this thing. Like, it was great because we got to, um, like, sing Wiggles. And really, I was just like, oh, yes. this is my dream. Also, I didn't realize Emma Wiggle is gone. And they've already got a new Wiggle. Like, I'm like, excuse me, um, where was okay. my chance to audition? She's 15. She's what? 15. She's amazing. She's incredible. Oh. Um, but I'm going to miss Emma Wiggle because I loved all of her work with Auslan and like, mm. you know, signing and all, but she's gone from the Wiggles because mm. she wants to pursue that pathway a bit more. And um, she's going to do her PhD. Oh, in, dang. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, good on Emma Wiggle, um, yeah. but also being a children's uh, entertainment person is my life stream oh absolutely so. i'm like play school i'm still i'm still ready like play school please, honestly please. play school hit Hello. us up ladies yeah. who health <laughs> collab <laughs> can we, can we please do a cameo um oh my goodness i'd be so down but the health section um <laughs> like you know we had all the parents and like the therapists kind of singing we we're doing hot potato and there's always that moment in hot oh, potato amazing. after you do like the Wiggy, wiggy, wiggy. and it's like what's the next part what's the next vegetable and everyone kind of paused for a minute I immediately was like mashed banana mashed banana like you know I was singing it full volume I was really dancing it was so much fun and the kids kind of looked Amazing. at me at one point just being like you're this crazy lady like so is she the new up. wiggle <laughs> um no I'm just your new therapist kids <laughs> um, <laughs> um but there, there's this thing that we do at the end it's a big circular bit of material that's like rainbow and we it's a called a parachute and people stand on the outside and you lift it up and lift and then it goes down and then like you're basically just creating like this wave with this rainbow it's really like soothing it's really visually stimulating and there was this one kid who wasn't very happy for a lot of the session and then we started doing the rainbow and he got the most beautiful smile on his face he was so happy and it was just like just that pure joy and just seeing kids just like purely happy like because it's they have so many emotions and when they have those emotions they're so big and you know often we see those emotions in toddlers of so big I'm upset I'm angry you know or things aren't right why don't you understand me but just yeah. pure joy on this kid's face oh that's so beautiful so heartwarming and it made my day so I had such a good day yesterday like I just want to keep Aww. seeing babies like that's Aww. so great I'm, I'm so happy to hear that. Um, yeah. Speaking of toddlers and big emotions, oh, both yes. of my nephews, so my cousin's um, son and my mm-hmm. sister's son, they're both uh, going through this toddler phase of just mm-hmm. like feeling things really deeply and strongly yeah. mm-hmm. and expressing that through crying mm-hmm. and through laughter, mm-hmm. but like crying that goes into laughter that goes back into crying <laughs> and it's just the emotions of like a huge um and it's been a it's been a transition for me because both of them have been very like just very measured and then all of a sudden it's like feelings (laughs) (laughs) um and it's been a lot it's been a lot for me as well because I've been like oh they're angels they're so they're so easy babies are easy babies are simple like I could have Mm. babies now like Mm. no let me tell you I could not no I'm not equipped for this (laughs) Um, but they are very cute still um and I love them so beautiful um speaking of like big feelings and emotions just being like wham I have you listened to the new Adele song yet because I haven't yet so Adele and Taylor Swift both Artists that we absolutely adore um, are collaborating to give me 
what the sad girl summer of my life (laughs) because because Adele's releasing her album November 19th Mm -hmm. and Taylor Swift is re-releasing with added tracks Mm -hmm. um her album Red which (gasps) is just like a heartbreak album um, the week before on November 12th so if you uh, to um, look for me at all in November. <laughs> it will be sad girl vibes only. I will be listening to the um, 10 minute version of All Too Well on repeat and sobbing, <laughs> even though my last heartbreak was a while ago. I will be sobbing as if they are fresh cuts. And I'm so excited. Oh for my it. goodness, I cannot wait. I put on a playlist last night called like All Out Tens and it started with Hello and then went into Shallow with like <sighs> Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. I was like, this is too <sighs> much. It's too much. It's, it's too much. Not the playlist. It's too much. And the irony is that um, Taylor Swift's album was going to be coming out on November 19th as well. And our I've got four amazing people in my life that are getting married on November 20th. And I was prepared to be like, guys, you need to reschedule your weddings because so these are not the vibes. Yeah. <laughs> these are heartbreak vibes only, not happy wedding vibes. And because like November 19th is basically November 20 for us in Australia. I was like, yeah. guys, I can't have this on your wedding. Day. So um, very excited that Taylor Swift has moved hers a week early. She heard my pleas. She listened to me. Um, and I've got a week of heartbreak and then I've got to switch it up for um, some love and good vibes only on the 20th. Do you think you'll be recovered by their wedding? Honestly, I cry at weddings anyway. Uh, oh. I went to, I mean, every wedding that I go to, I just, I love looking at the bride coming down the aisle. I love looking at the groom, looking at the bride coming down the aisle. Um, we went to our friend Erin's wedding in March and I was just bawling before she even got into the church and I didn't have tissues. I never have tissues. And I should because should. I always ball. <laughs> I was crying so much. I didn't know what to do. And all these people were just like passing me tissues because it was so obvious. Um, so maybe I'll just carry some of that heartbreak into yeah, love. I love it. Like love yeah. tears. See, it's so yeah. funny because I like, I found that I cry a bit at weddings, particularly like the only really weddings I've been to have been my sisters. Both my sisters have been married and like I got very emotional at their weddings. Um but uh, I think if you were crying and like the fact that you were crying even before Erin started walking down the aisle, I imagine that would have completely dried up all my emotions. I would have been either laughing at you or going, oh God, get us some tissues. <laughs> like, that is so like, rude. I would, um, no, I just, I think it's funny. <laughs> how dare you? Um, like a toddler, I feel things really deeply. Like, so. like toddlers and Adele and Tay-Tay, when you feel things, oh, oh you feel them deep. Oh, dear. I feel them deep. <laughs> All right, Caitlin, have you got some medical news for me this week? Because I am taking a week off from news. Uh, yeah, Neve. actually, Tell because me. I've had so many weeks off, I actually have two medical news stories for you. I thought I'd be like yeah. a bit of an overachiever, you know, instead of doing the bare min, I thought I'd, you know. <laughs> bring you two stories so the first one is I copped a lot of flack for um giving my smartwatch so much grief last time oh. and so I've got some amazing smartwatch news for you Neve. is I'm that um, oh, researchers are working on smartwatches that might be able to tell you if you're coming down with a virus and also Ooh. predict how long you're going to be sick for Ooh. um because you know like your your smartwatch they already calculate you know your stress levels your heart rate your skin temperature, all of that kind of uh, stuff. And now they think that they're going to be able to use that technology because they also predict that most people will have a smartwatch in the next sort of five five years. I mean, a lot of people already do have smartwatches. Never, but, um, you'll never convince me. <laughs> do you not have an Apple Watch? No, I've got a plain old Swatch Watch, oh. but it's, it's rubber so that like if I get um, uh, spit and vomit and whatnot on it in my job, I can just wash it very easily. You know what else can do that? Um, a smartwatch. <laughs> Ew, no, I don't want it on technology. Hey, look, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Um, and anyway, so that's that's what they're hoping with these smartwatches that, like, in the future, if we ever, you know, unfortunately go through another pandemic mm. or touch with it, that doesn't happen mm. in our lifetimes, at least. But like, you know, touching all the wood around me. Yeah, that um, they'll be able to predict how long you're sick for if you're going to become sick um, or if you're like sort of giving the signs of mm, being sick mm. so that you can isolate and, you know, um, not infect other people. So that's really cool. 
my second piece of news, it's actually not news. It happened in 2017, but it's that's news okay. to me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what's important. And that's what it counts. Um, so my second piece of news is that I heard this story about this. Okay, so it's an obstetrician yeah. in Kentucky, yeah. in America. Yeah. Um, obstetrician, OBGYN. <laughs> we can't insult our American listeners anymore, Caitlin. We can't insult Okay, them. sorry. Um, but I'm not insulting them. I'm just saying OBGYN. <laughs> in Kentucky. Kentucky. In Kentucky. Kentucky. Where the chicken is good. Finger licking good. Well, no, they, they had to change that. That oh, oh, because of COVID. COVID, they had to change their um their. Don't cat- lick your fingers. Don't lick your yeah. fingers. Although I must say, after eating hot chips, the best thing to do is lick your fingers because chicken salt. Mm, delicious. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on. So this Kentucky OBGYN, her name's Dr. Amanda Hess. Mm-hmm. She was actually in hospital, being induced to give birth. Mm-hmm. When she overheard that there was another expectant mother who needed immediate attention and um, because the baby was in distress and the on-call doctor wasn't there, like he was still on his way. Right. So she stepped in, delivered the baby. No And way. then went back to her own room and like <gasps> gave birth to her own baby. Oh my God. If that's not a girl boss moment, that's like, I don't know. Amazing. But my first thought is how safe is she to, to deliver a baby if she is going into labor herself? Well, I think she was like about to be induced. Yes. I wonder if she'd been induced yet or was I don't know. about to be. That'd be the question I have. Yeah. But that is amazing no matter what. Like that is it's so incredible. Cool. The fact that she actually delivered the baby. Oh my God. Yeah. Amanda Hess. Dr. Amanda Hess. You mm-hmm. are my new character today. Queen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that. that's a fun little news piece from 2017. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, 2017. All right, well, let's get on to the interview. So, uh, Caitlin, would you like to tell us who we're interviewing today? Today or three weeks ago, we interviewed Mallory McDonald. She's an oral health therapist who works in <coughs> Melbourne. Um, she was great to interview. Mm. I'm just going to preface this interview by saying that whilst Neve and I have microphones and sound immaculate, obviously, because we did promise great audio quality from now on. Yes. Um, Mallory did not have a microphone and there are a few little audio issues, but stick with it. Uh, the content is absolutely worth it. So absolutely. Please welcome Mallory to the show. Yay. Thanks guys. Welcome. Glad to be here. Yay. <laughs> We're so excited um, to have you. <laughs> We're very oh, thanks, excited guys. to have you. Um, to warm you up, we've sent you a list of questions, but we haven't sent you our quick fire five questions. So it's a bit of a warm <laughs> up to get you ready, you know, for the for the meaty part of the interview. Yes, very <laughs> meaty. There is no fluff in this interview at all. It's no fluff okay, I'm ready. <laughs> all the hard hitting questions. Um, we're going to start you off with what is your coffee order name? M E L M A L, whatever. Yeah. But I'll just go with whatever is called out. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Have you ever received the wrong coffee? Not that I know of, but like I'm not like a coffee connoisseur, so maybe. What do you usually get? Do you get like a flat white, a latte? You get an almond latte. Look, I feel like almond latte is a little bit special. It's a little bit unique (laughs) because of the almond. (laughs) Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, Mel, if you weren't an OHT, what would you be? Definitely something in health. I really don't know, though. I thought I would be, like, my first attempt was psychology, and that wasn't for me. And then I went OHT, so I don't know, whatever was the next off the bat. Why wasn't psychology (laughs) the right fit for you? I was learning about it, enjoying it, but just couldn't see myself actually doing it. Mm, So psychology, OHT, whatever was next, that would have been it. (laughs) Amazing. Fantastic. <laughs> Good thing you like OHD. Lucky. <laughs> you don't have to think of the third option. It's always that thing. Yeah, you're no. like, you know, you're, you're listing the three, like the things you're good at. You're like, I can bake. I can I can drink water really well. And then you're trying to think of that third thing and you're like, and I'm what good at listing it? things in threes. You need yeah. <laughs> So you didn't have to think of the third thing when career options Thank came. God. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. And um, Mal, if you could travel anywhere in the world tomorrow, where would it be and why? Oh my gosh, like somewhere that's more than 15K away. 
Yeah. Yes. Um, anywhere. Anyway. Like, do we feel a little bit of a, I could go Greece. Mm. I feel like I could do it with a Greek holiday. I mean, do you, Amazing. Do you want to go to Greece to live your Mamma Mia dreams or just like, no, Greece no, no, that, oh, that's I, me. Oh, I'm so that's sorry. Me. <laughs> that's Caitlin. Oh, sorry, Caitlin. Mal has a partner. <laughs> I'm going to Greece. I'm going to have my Mamma Mia holiday. Thank you very much. Wait, Mamma Mia, I've got the overalls already. I'm ready to go, guys. For, for our listeners, um, because Love this it. is not a visual uh, podcast, um, it's a podcast, uh, Caitlin just flashed us. She, she just lifted up her shirt and showed us her overalls underneath. <laughs> I don't think it's flashing when nothing is being shown except Lovely overalls. Lovely overalls. Okay. The Lovely movement overalls. of lifting the shirt is still a flash. That's a flash. Thank you. That's a flash. Okay, fine. It's a flash. <laughs> and I would like to point out, because I'm such a big Taylor Swift fan, that these are actually the same um, style of overalls that Taylor Swift has and wears. So basically, I am Taylor Swift. You basically are the same person. I'm basically the same. Tay-Tay was going to miss this whole time. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sorry, guys. It's me. <laughs> it's actually Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So, all right, let's get back to quick five five. We could go down the Taylor tangent for a really long time. <laughs> we might cut that out. Um, <laughs> Mal, what was the last thing that you ate? I ate some fried rice <laughs> right before this. <laughs> what did you was eat? Was it good? What was it? Fried rice. Oh, yum. Did you make it? I did. Oh. What did, what did you have in it? Was it was it good? Like it was I always want to like, know what people eat. Like, I don't know. It was it was not the best fried rice I've ever had. It wasn't the worst. It's like mid-part. Yeah, you know. yeah right. okay. It was a mediocre fried rice. It was mediocre, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. And lastly, Mal, what is a hidden talent of yours? Mm, I... Mm. This I can turn my question. feet backwards. Is that a talent? Wait, what? What What can you do? I can turn my feet backwards. I'm so sorry. So dislocated hips so I can, like, I know rotate. This is, I know this um, is a podcast, but I, I think I uh, need a demonstration. What? No, oh, my God. What? No. Huh. I'm not okay with this. Like, can you see my feet? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <gasps> 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 like, is that a talent? Like, what kind of talent are we talking about? Um, accepted as a talent okay great i feel like we should have paid for that just then that was so i have so many questions as a physio i have so many questions um fair enough um what Uh, um i don't have too many answers for it does that hurt because your bones should not move that way like if i saw you do that i would send you to an orthopedic specialist like we, I probably should go. <laughs> I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but I was born with dislocated hips, so I can, like, rotate out. Yeah, yeah, you should have seen um, it. But it was, like, a super cool party trick, like, back in the high school days. Cool. Yeah. It's a great one. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm accepting that as a hidden talent because if you ask me that question, I think mine would be that, like, my thumbs, are, like, they flex backwards they're like hyper flexible wait and so i can that? always win <laughs> okay this is normal this is not normal yeah yeah so um it means that i win every thumb war <laughs> i'm ever in <laughs> good note to self never thumb war with caitlin <laughs> it's always thumb war with me you um, will lose yeah no mel i think you should have seen um an orthopedic specialist when you were younger probably had that probably. sorted um, <laughs> it should not 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 go that way and I'm concerned for you but then what would my hidden talent be you know what exactly you know what I'm so sorry I take it back I take it back you need a hidden talent and there we go <laughs> deal That's with it. it yeah That's it. we'll deal with any issues slash hip placements in the worth future worth it um Perfect. worth it please to hear it <laughs> all right well let's that you do the fast five five done amazing smashed awesome. it there are no wrong answers in a fast five five. It, I mean, it really is like a power question. Poo, I mean, poo, poo. break that ice, get that chisel out. Turning that much is actually a wrong answer because that shouldn't happen. <laughs> um, no, Neve, that is not the energy that we claim. I'm today. just really stressed for your. Take your negativity no, elsewhere. Really stressed for your hips. Oh. Well, at least I know a physio. Hey. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> no. Great referral. No, you'll be on help. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Neve, you have just met her. She's a ride off guy. Oh gosh, those yeah. can't be fixed. All right, I, I think. Yeah, I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, think... I'm just spinning out about that. That shouldn't have happened. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs>
Okay. Um, Mal, I'm not sure if Neve told you, but she went to a boozy brunch just before <laughs> this, and um, maybe did. maybe you didn't eat enough lunch to so- soak up all the booze. Um, like guys, that's, that's why, why I was having some fried rice before because I also had a drink or two, like liquid courage, and then oh, I thought maybe too much, a bit of fried rice. Yeah. I've never been so sober in my life. I'm so sober. Okay, moving on. Moving I think on. I've given this sign like three times moving now. Moving on. Okay, so moving on. Mel, I have a confession to make. Yes. I Please. do not know what an OHT is. Mm. I just finished a lunch with my family, a doctor, my mother who trained as a dentist but does not currently practice, and my sister who's a nurse. And none of us knew what an OHT was. So we're going to ask you the meme question, which basically was back in the day, there was all those pictures of like, what do your friends think you do? What do your patients think you do? Blah, 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 blah. So I'm going to ask you all those. So what do your friends think you do? What do your patients think you do? And what do you actually do? Slash what is an OHT? Because I have no idea. Please and thank you. I wish I had a good answer for this question, but like describing what an OHT is is kind of hard. Like I'm not sure I even know what an OHT is. (laughs) What do my friends think I do? (laughs) Um, My friends think I clean teeth. Okay. Which is pretty accurate. That's pretty right. One of my friends knows a lot about a sulcus, which is like part of your gum, which I was trying to explain to her at one point because I was trying to make her floss. So I was explaining the sulcus to her and I didn't want her to get gum disease. And now she's just knows all about the sulcus. So she'll say I clean teeth and do things with the sulcus. Um, Amazing. Love the specificity. (laughs) What do my patients think I do? Um, They probably think I nag them to floss. (gasps) That was my answer. Yeah. Or like then floss everybody. Yeah, I know. It's like they come and they're like, oh, I know I should, but but yeah. Well, look, I must say, since doing this podcast with you, Caitlin, and talking to more dentists and oral medicine specialists and all that, I have been flossing every day since we started this podcast. So mm-hmm. you've at least oh, changed yeah. one life. <laughs> yes. Amazing. Caitlin, good job. Thank you. Thank you. I got through to someone finally. <laughs> oh, um, so, yes, I feel like my patients think I tell them to floss. Mm-hmm. Um. They probably think I do a lot of cleaning of their teeth. Mm -hmm. And what do I actually do? I do clean teeth quite a bit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So as an oral health therapist, I'm a dental hygienist and a dental therapist. So a dental hygienist uh, does a lot of gum care and gum health uh, and gum disease prevention, basically, which is your mainly cleaning. Uh, and that's on people of all ages. So I see patients who are really young, right up to quite elderly. Uh, so that's as a hygienist. I'm also a dental therapist, which is more kid-focused, but not always. Uh, it depends on where you're trained and what your scope of practice is. But for me, I can do fillings uh, and extractions of baby teeth. Yeah. Uh, and the fillings I can do up to the age of about 25. So I'm kind of like a hygienist and a kid dentist kind of right that's so interesting yeah yeah so do kind of pediatric dentistry like parts of pediatric but I'm yes parts parts so I'm not a pediatric dentist but I do parts of pediatric dentistry uh and I'm not a gum specialist but I do parts of gum stuff okay quite hard to explain yeah so when do people come to see you like, when do they go, I need to go see Mal and so not where the I work, Yeah. So where I work, most of the patients will come to see me and mm-hmm. I'll do their clean and gum health part. And then if they're an adult patient, then the dentist will actually come into that appointment and do their checkup and let them know if they need any more treatment. Right. And then if they need more treatment as an adult, they come back to see the dentist. Right. Okay. Cool. Awesome. There you go. Mm-hmm. I totally know what I it's know. a bit of teamwork. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like we're all like multidisciplinary teams are a big part of health. So you yeah. sound like a very vital cog in the dentistry world that at least from an yeah. allied health point of view, we don't know the dentistry world very well at all. So you're a very vital cog in that machine. Yeah, it's literally part of the wheel. Yeah. Mal is golden. <laughs> She's irreplaceable. She is vital. Um, there is a stereotype, which is true, which is that dentists hate cleaning teeth. 
and she loves it um which is really incredible hold on hold on real quick real quick are you saying that Mal, you just have all the jobs that the dentists don't want to do very true oh no <laughs> so anything they don't want to do they just handball to you but they also have the jobs that I don't want to do either like I don't want very to do true. the root canal so that's oh, Caitlin. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Thank you. I, I love me some root canal. So, um, teamwork, teamwork. No, that's why it works really well. Is it, you know, Mal sees all these patients regularly. She screens them. She does a lot of the work for us and it makes our lives easier than we then walk into the room. We get to look really, really smart and really clever <laughs> when Mal's already briefed us on what's going I love on. It. Um, and, and yeah, it just makes, everyone's life so much easier it's I think more enjoyable for the patient as well um to have all these different people looking after their uh, specific parts of their dental health so good. yeah I agree I really think it's like a team like you feel like you've got you know not just one person you've got at least two people who really have your best interests at heart so it works really well absolutely mm. mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, no, so Mal, you mentioned some terms and not all of our listeners are, you know, in the dental world. Mm-hmm. So for example, terms like hygienist, mm-hmm. therapist, oral health therapist, can you sort of delve into that a little bit more for us? Mm-hmm. So they're just kind of terms for what different people do within the team. Um, so hygienist, they, like it's all of these people are trained at a university level. Um, so as an oral health therapist, it's a, which is what I am, it's a three-year degree uh, and then you graduate and you're ready to go out and work. Um, and then the easiest way to remember it is like the hygienist does all the hygiene work. So they do the cleaning and the gum health and, I don't know, the therapist does the other bits. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, why why are you called a therapist, for example? Like, because you didn't want to do psychology and you've still managed to become a therapist. Yeah. Like, how does that work? I'm actually not sure where the, the name dental therapy came from. Dental therapists work a lot with kids. Um, and the beginning of dental therapy was through school dental programs. So in the, um, they'd go visit schools in dental vans and treat on site in schools. Um, and I obviously think that treating kids in a dental setting is sometimes really hard. Like kids mm. are scared. It's a very foreign environment. It's not something you in you deal with very often as a child. Maybe every six months you get your checkup, maybe less. Um, and kids can be really scared and unsure. So maybe that's where the therapy came from. I'm not sure though, but perhaps. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe we should look it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably should know. <laughs> <laughs> we won't hold it against no, you. No, it's all good. <laughs> if 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 we if we go and figure it out, we'll put it in right here. We probably it won't, is. but if we did, <laughs> <laughs> therapy. Is. Just a voice note from you, Mal, being like, "So I figured it out." Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey guys, it's me again. <laughs> Edit from Mal. Um, hi guys, it's Mal. I figured out that the reason it's therapy is because. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Has anyone ever asked you that question before? No, I've never been asked that. Mm. Maybe I answer mm. it the wrong way too, though. Like when someone says, what's a dental hygienist? So just spew out what I actually do, you know. Well, but I've never really thought about the term behind it. I don't think a you clean. need to know that because yeah. we want to know what you actually do. Um, mm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm. If you want to know, if you're listening at home, Google it. Google that's, it. That's, that's it what out. Google's for. We're here for what Do people actually research. do. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're here for the human being behind the job title. Yes. <laughs> not, not the job Ooh, title. is that our new tagline? Oh, I like <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, dear. Mm. So what drew you to oral hygiene and therapy? Like you said psychology and then oral hygiene. Those are quite different things. Like what drew you totally. to one health and then specifically oral hygiene? I feel like it was always going to be health. Like I love working with people. I like the social side. I'm the type of person who has to be interacting with people regularly all day. So it was always going to be health. Uh, Like I loved biology, health sciences. So that was a Mm no-brainer. Psychology, I loved it at school. So went into like a Bachelor of Science hoping to work my way into psych. But within my first year, I just felt like it wasn't going to be for me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
how did I then end up in dental hygiene? Very randomly, my dad was treated by a dental hygienist and came home and said, hey, like she was pretty happy. She seemed to like her job. It sounded pretty good. Maybe you should look into it. Yeah. Did a little Google, thought it sounded all right. I've thought of dentistry before. Mm. Um, so dentistry was always in the back of my mind, but I'd never heard of dental hygiene or mm. dental therapy. Mm. Um, and then it was getting to the point in time where you had to like apply. The cutoff was coming. Like mm. I had to transfer out. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, let's just try. So I put in my application. It got accepted. I literally rocked up to uni on the first day with no idea. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, amazing. I love that. But it I was love awesome. That. I loved, I like, I loved my job. I just fluked it. That's so, so great. Yeah. Oh, as we do first, think later. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have said multiple times on Ladies Who Health because we get people in who are so passionate. We do love, we love it when people are passionate about their jobs, particularly in health. Mm. And it's just so clear from you that you are so passionate about what you do. It's just hilarious that you had no idea that you were going to be so passionate about it when you started on that first day of uni. <laughs> no idea. I rocked up and thought it was just dental hygiene. And then they started talking about like fillings and extractions and injections. And I was going, oh my God. Great, great tip from your dad. Yeah, not bad. (laughs) Which do you prefer between hygiene and therapy? I change my mind all the time. So I am very lucky in what I am doing now and where I work now that I get to do both um, because I Mm -hmm. don't think I could do one exclusively. I really like the Mm -hmm. mix. I really like working with kids but I don't think I could do it Mm -hmm. all day, every day. Mm. I really like gum disease and gum care, but I don't think I could do that all day, every day too. So I think I need both. Also very varieties of life, as they say, or something along those lines. I can't quite remember. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Okay. So Mal, can you tell us a funny anecdote or an experience that's happened at work or with a patient? What I was thinking of this and I don't feel like I have one that really stands out I feel like my funniest moments were actually when I was a student mm-hmm. um so like when I was at uni and we were learning how to do feelings and stuff on baby teeth and, like we were drilled in like do yeah, not hit the drilled. nerve because we can't do a root canal yeah we were drilled it in there's a pun for you guys yeah, um, love it. don't hit the nerve because we can't do root canal we can do a thing that's called a pulpotomy which is like a half of a root canal on a baby tooth not quite though so we were like scared of the nerve of the tooth I was doing this feeling drilling away drilling away and all of a sudden I start seeing red in the mouth <gasps> I go oh into gosh. a panic like, I've hit the nerve that's it like my career is over I'm failing <laughs> uni everything's in the mouth so I've got yeah, yeah. to leave change my name so I started crying <laughs> oh. in front of the parents I walked oh. into my demonstrator and I was crying I was like I've hit the nerve of the tooth standing behind the demonstrators and started bursting out laughing I'd cut the gum I was oh. <laughs> like the nerve I was so far from um yeah like that's my I feel like that's my funniest that, that I mean that's pretty really funny I feel like I have a few of those yeah um like when we were moments. doing similar to you when I was like learning how to do fillings I was also terrified of the nerve because they teach Don't dentistry in stages yeah yes. and at that's at that point in time I hadn't we hadn't like even started learning about root canal or we were just starting to learn about root canal and it was like oh I, if I get to the nerve of the tooth I'm just not going to know what to do and <laughs> then you move on and you learn about root canal but then when you're drilling <laughs> you're like oh, I can't, I can't go so deep. I might hit the nerve. And you're like, hang on, I'm trying to get to the nerve. That's the whole point of this treatment. Wait, keep going. Yeah, yeah keep going. Because there's like just this hesitation in you like, oh, that feels wrong. Like I, I feel like I shouldn't be trying to go down to the nerve. It's like, no, but the whole point of root canal is to get to the nerve so you can take the nerve out. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I have a really dumb question. All right, go for it. Now. I don't understand. Are you, why are you taking nerves out of people's faces? Okay, so, okay. I don't understand. Okay, the Cliff Notes version of a root canal is basically. The tooth is dead, you got to take the nerve out. Yeah, the tooth is dead, you got to, you got to keep, take the nerve out so you keep the shell of the tooth in your mouth. Okay. Like a mummified tooth. Love that. 
Okay, great, easy. Mm. I kind of know what a root canal is. I'm learning so much this afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Mel, what's the best part of your job? I feel like that's so hard to answer. <laughs> I honestly am the biggest advocate for my job. I love my job so much. The best part is mm, I love my patients. Like I've been in the same practice now for four and a half years. So I see my patients every six months. Like I feel like they are almost like a friend in a way. We yeah. They've known me for four years. Like some of them have bought houses, had kids. Some of their kids have started school. I really like the social side. I really like that most people when I first, started seeing them you know hated coming to the dentist hated seeing the hygienist it was awful they didn't want to do it and now it's like we kind of have a friendship which is really nice I don't know I just love my job I can't even put it into words it's just awesome that's so like, amazing. I feel I'll, good that's I'll so put amazing. it to you this way Mal mm. likes her job and raves about her job so much that she has influenced other people <laughs> to becoming oral health therapists. Oh my goodness, that's so amazing! Oh, it's kind of working against us though because our dental assistants are like leaving to go to uni and do oral health therapy. So I have to just put it on the record: oral health therapy is crap. Don't do it. If you're a dental assistant that works with us, please. Please stop leaving to do oral health therapy, but also do what you want. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, so everyone basically sees Mel and she's so amazing at her job and everyone loves like seeing her, like the patients love seeing her and all the girls see that and then they're like, I want to do what Mel does. That's so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so I just cool. love it. It's awesome. Like I fell into the right spot, I think. Mm, I don't know absolutely. what else I would do. I just love it. Mm, that's yeah. so cool. Chef's kiss. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Literally, <laughs> edit. Um, I edit. got told that this is a hate sign. It's like a hate symbol. It's been co-opted by some like far-right people, like to the be, like, a white supremacy really? sign. Yeah. yeah, and I'm so disappointed because I just love the Chef's kiss. But see, I do um, Chef's kiss like like really like this. Like I'm like, Mwah. and chef's I do kiss. like 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 Salt Bay, but like opposite side. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, I like. Um, like that that's more italian you know well that's what yeah we're doing. that's more chef kiss. Chef's yeah. Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know what i think yeah oh. I'm, i'm gonna do that instead <laughs> <laughs> a lot of mouth noises though yeah. we, we were testing out the microphones now before and we were just like <laughs> oh that's so gross oh, yeah, really <laughs> Okay, but also I, that's what our patients might. sound like after, like, yeah. clean. They're just like... <laughs> 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 it's very true. Oh, and they're like, can I, can I spit? I'm just like, okay, Mal, have you found this? Okay, okay. When you clean a patient's mouth, and they've got yep. calculus everywhere, you know, that hardened mm. plaque that builds up on their teeth. I know you know, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not mansplaining. I'm putting it out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm putting for it out the there for the, for the listeners. For the and listeners. Um, calculus is <laughs> so the hardened plaque that forms on the surfaces of the teeth over time. Um, and you clean off these big chunks of calculus oh, yeah. and it's so satisfying. I love it. It's so satisfying. But when you clean it off and then like a little bit gets onto their, like their tongue or something there and they're like, oh, get this out of my mouth. This is disgusting. And you're like, this is, this has been in your mouth for at least six months. Like this has been there. It blows my mind. It blows my mind. Why is it now disgusting like, when it's on your tongue instead of on the back of your teeth? Like this is breaking off all the time. Like you're all the time. Like you take the chunks and go. Yeah, like just roll with the chunks, you know? I also <laughs> love the aversion to saliva. Like when people yes. come to the dentist and all of a sudden that you can't swallow your saliva, it's poison. Yeah. It's like, poison, it's just, yeah. Why would you swallow your saliva? Never anymore? mind the fact that they're swallowing their saliva all throughout the day and saliva yeah. is what helps us eat. Um, yeah. And then all of a sudden they're like... <laughs> you made that, that's your saliva. Yeah, that's just you. That's not me, that's you. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even in there yet. On behalf of people who are not <laughs> in the dental <laughs> field, in the behalf of people who are not in the dental field, um, I, I think we're afraid of swallowing any um, things that you've put into the mouth, like that oh, taste bad. So 
I mean, yeah. yeah, like if you put anything in there and we can taste it, we don't want to suck it down because like, ew. I mean, um, I understand and also if you're getting stuff that was on your teeth that you couldn't taste, but now it's on your tongue and you can taste it. I get that. So. Hmm. I feel like we've just learned something. Devil's I mean, advocate. Yeah, I, I feel like, yeah, but also <laughs> devil's devil's advocate, devil's advocate, <laughs> devil's advocate. Um <laughs> I just also feel like it's been in your mouth the whole time. Like, don't be so dramatic. We will suction it up. Like, we're coming. We can only work so quickly. Um, but it's like as soon as it touches the tongue, they're like, oh, this is so gross. Hold on. I'm coming. Oh, dear. All right, let's move on. Mal, does anyone ever think that you're a dentist or mistaken you for a dentist and then get, like, really annoyed at you when you can't take their tooth out or, you know, do their crown? I feel like it does happen quite a bit. Like, they, most people don't know the difference between oral health therapists, dentists. They just think they're coming to the dentist. Mm-hmm. We're all one. Um, but we I can't are one. We're all one. But we are many. <laughs> That's beautiful. Sorry, <laughs> they all think that we're one. Yep. Yeah, but I can't say anyone is annoyed. Like they just yep. don't know why. But then that's fine. You just say I can't do that, but Caitlin can. So you oh. can go see Caitlin. Thanks. You know, they're fine. Yeah. Mm. Oh dear. Okay. That's good. So I've learned from Caitlin that um, <laughs> the dental landscape is particularly female dominated, um, and. Like we at Ladies Who Health have a real focus on ladies and health. So have you noticed any advantages or disadvantages being a woman or working in a female dominated environment? Like any pros and cons or, you know, just have you noticed anything that has just given you a moment to pause and think? Hmm. Um, there's definitely lots of women in dental. Mm. Um, I ha- can't say I've noticed it too much though. Like, I don't think it's been a pro or a con, mm-hmm. not in my experience at least. I, in particularly oral health therapy, most oral health therapists or dental therapists or dental hygienists, most are women at the moment. There are definitely more men coming into that area, which mm. is awesome. Mm. Um, but definitely in that part of dentistry, a lot of women. Um, I don't think it's really a pro or a con. I really think it's your personality more than anything else Mm. male female I think to be in dental and to like have a good rapport with your patients you just have to be friendly Mm. so like you can be that as a guy or a girl um I haven't noticed it to be honest but there's definitely a lot of women in dentistry Mm. which is awesome absolutely because I reckon 50 years ago that probably wasn't the case no I would Mm. say no Mm. absolutely really good Yes, we're taking over dentistry. Yes. First dentistry, then the world. (laughs) Feminism. (laughs) Is that a feminism song that I haven't heard of? Caitlin. No, that was just me saying feminism in a sing-songy voice. Okay. Um, If you had advice for anyone that wanted to pursue a career as an OHD, what would it be? Or should we not say anything? Otherwise, all, all our nurses will become OHPs and we'll just have to keep hiring. My advice is don't do it. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my advice would be one of the best things um, I think for me, particularly learning while I was at uni, was nursing part-time on the weekends. So I had no dental background when I started my career, mm-hmm. um, but I did... Uh, apply for a job as a dental assistant on the weekends and I learned so much by working alongside a dentist on the weekends Uh, in my training we learn a lot about what we do and a bit of what dentists do but it's a three-year course with not a lot of time so I feel like we don't learn heaps of the full dentistry scope Mm. I learned most of that by working alongside a dentist so I think that that would be the best tip like learn as a dental assistant that's invaluable I think absolutely that's such a great piece uh, piece of advice to any mm. anyone looking into the career as OHT definitely get like also so good for like getting out there and actually learning what the job is before you actually 100 like you're like I yep. know what I'm actually going to do and I'm very okay with this and I want this or I just think like a lot of dentistry is managing patients. Like talk, most patients have some level of anxiety when they come to the dentist. Mm-hmm. So 
learning how to manage different patients. And the best way to do that is watch how other people do it. Mm, Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Is there anything specifically that you remember from the dentist that you worked with that you then have applied in your own practice yourself? Well, the dentist who I first started assisting with is actually the dentist who I work for now. So, um, love, <laughs> he, it. <laughs> love it. Um, his principles are really around patient comfort and pain-free dentistry and making patients as comfortable as possible. Mm. So I think that that is so important and it's not focused on enough at uni. At uni, it's all how to do the treatment, when to do the treatment, mm-hmm. you know, get from A to B and not a lot of regard for like how the person's dealing with it. Are they okay? You know, like, are they going to be okay after when they come back next time? I think I learn a lot about that through him and Mm. I think that that is how I work now and then a lot of the dentists who I worked with because it wasn't just the one dentist a lot of the dentists who I worked with during that time that was my number one take home from them Um, and dentistry is very much like it doesn't all have to be done right then and there like you can look in a mouth and there can be every tooth has a problem there's gum disease all around the mouth like you just want to fix it all like let's not walk you know like let's walk before we run let's not overwhelm things make it too complicated let's break it down and have a plan I think that's so important and that's probably not focused on enough at uni I think you can learn a lot from people who are already doing that hmm. oh, so good. fantastic answer. like I have nothing You're to like say that? to that that's so I good. really I really like that <laughs> And I guess like adding on to like the experience from that you got from doing dental nursing or dental assisting while you're at uni is also that it, it's really great for making connections, which mm, sometimes totally. lead to jobs afterwards, mm-hmm. like yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not what you know, it's who you know, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's <also what> you <laughs> <know>. <laughs> Not quite. So Not quite, because you did work really hard to get there. But um, it's yeah. true. But it helps. It helps. It does Connections help. Connections are very important. Yeah. It does help. Yeah. Similar to you, uh, I did some dental nursing when I was in university for a guy who was studying to become an oral surgeon. Um, And there are things that he did that I still do to this day Mm. and I still remember and utilize. And it's been like invaluable to me because earlier on in my career, because you only get a certain amount of experience as an undergraduate. um, But earlier on in my career, people will always be like, oh, like, you know, where did you learn how to do that? And I just like, well, on the weekends, (laughs) I used to, you know, nurse for an old surgeon. Um, And that, yeah. yeah. It's been such an advantage. So absolutely second what you have said about about Mm. nursing. It's fantastic. I think it's so important. I really think you have to just grab every opportunity you're given. Like I, when I was at uni, was lucky enough to do a month placement in rural Northern Territory. So I got to go there and I was clinically working. I had um, qualified practitioners supervising me. But the things that they were teaching me there was something that no one else in my year level was taught because Mm. they weren't on the placement that I was on. You know, there was an opportunity. I grabbed it. So Mm -hmm. I think that's so important. While you're learning, just go. Like if there's a chance to learn, grab it and just do it. Mm. Absolutely. Mm, Do you you still have that kind of same attitude now that you're currently working with like professional development opportunities as well? Totally. Like I... I have learned so much since graduating and the practice that I work in does things that um, a lot of oral health therapists probably don't even know a lot about or have the opportunity to do. Um, And I have learned so much since graduating and it's the same thing as there's a new technology, let's learn how to do it and let's do it. Like anything that can make you a better practitioner so that you can be better for your patients, like that's so important. It makes you stand out from everybody else. You don't just do the same as everyone else. Like let's let's be better, do better. Absolutely. Because then it's better care for your patients. I love that. Um, Mel, you do some mentoring at Melbourne Uni. Do you, I guess, take all of this real world experience and, and use that when you're mentoring your students? I try. Like I feel like I learned so much from my mentors that I want to give that to other people. I hope I am. Pass it on. I've started, yeah, pass it on. I've only started doing that this year, so I haven't done a heap of it yet, but I really love it. It's awesome. 
Um, but I think it's the best way to learn. It's like listen to what other people do. A textbook can tell you how to take out a tooth, but the real world way of doing it isn't exactly what the textbook says. Mm. Like there's tips and tricks and people have learned better ways, you know, Absolutely. like take take someone what took someone 10 years to figure out and they're giving it to you in 10 minutes like take that that's awesome Mm, absolutely yeah I hope I can do that I hope I'm helping (laughs) that's so good do you have any um funny stories about your students has anything funny happened while you've been tutoring I don't have heaps to be honest so far I've worked with mainly first and second year so it's been a lot of the pre-clinic stuff and I've only done one uh clinic session with real patients I feel like I was so nervous that I couldn't even (laughs) see any (laughs) humor um and then the other times they feel like they're so nervous that they're doing it so perfectly like they're just yeah has anyone um has anyone rushed you and been like Mel Mel I've hit the pulp (laughs) (laughs) No, but I'll know it's the gum. Amazing. <laughs> and that's that, you know, that's that real world experience coming at you. <laughs> so, Mal. I can't wait for that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So, Mal, what's something that you're really proud of outside of your OHT career? Like, what's something that you're really proud of achieving? Um. Well, my partner and I just bought a house, which I'm super Yay! proud of. Um, it was a bit of like a solid saving time um yes. which felt very unachievable for a long time and we mm. were you know going to different houses and it wasn't happening and then right place right time it happened so I'm pretty proud of that um I don't know that's, that's probably amazing. my number one thing at the moment that is yeah, I mean that's good. massive a house in Melbourne is is that's just that's, that's insane, so, yeah, insane. <laughs> anxiety is really kicking in now yeah. You're like, oh no, the, like the debt is real now. What have I done? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What have I done? I'm going to have to pay this off over the next 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. All my but money hey, and future money is gone. <laughs> at least you get to post a picture on Instagram in front of a sign. All for the gram. <laughs> Do it for the gram. Do it for the gram. It was only for Instagram, really. Like, Oh, worth it. Yeah. <laughs> so exciting. Well, <laughs> congratulations. That's amazing. And honestly, Mal, after yeah. this chat with you, I'm just like, should I quit being a physio and go be an OHT? Like, oh my god, no. the mal ha- the mal effects happening. <laughs> Not again. Well, I just thought of something. Um, do you? You could start an Instagram and call it the Malocclusion, like Malocclusion, like Malocclusion. Yeah, I know. How good is that? I think you should. I'm sorry, I don't so understand. So good. I don't understand the pun. Explain. I'm so sorry. I'm um, of anyone who's not in dentistry. We don't get that joke. Mal, you explain. <laughs> I'm palming it off. I see. I really do get her to do all the jobs I don't want to do. <laughs> so Mal, you're going to be our third co-host and do all the things that Sounds kids good. want to do. For the dental episodes. <laughs> I'm used to anywhere else. A malocclusion. An occlusion is how your teeth bite together. Mm-hmm. Your top and your bottom teeth. It's your bite. Mm-hmm. A malocclusion is when your bite isn't ideal. Mm-hmm. So if you have like crowded teeth or crooked teeth, mm-hmm. we say you have a malocclusion. That's ah, me, malocclusion. That's you. I just, that's the best den- uh, dental Instagram that's name. So good. Thank you. And we will You're also welcome. be using that for the title of this episode. Thank you very much. <laughs> the malocclusion. <laughs> Yay! Uh, and now, so good. Um, for all those listeners who have gotten to this point in the episode, well done. You now understand the title. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Well, no, I read it like a little Instagram post that was like, oh, don't you just love it when you're reading a book um, and you get to a certain point where you're like, oh, my God, I understand exactly why they've named the the book this title. And I just really think that that's what's happened here. So, it is. Yeah. It's all come together. Well, you know what? That's oh, the perfect time. Out. It's the perfect time to just wrap this up. Thank you so much for coming on Ladies Who Health, Mal. Thanks you for having me. So inspirational because I'm like, yeah, teeth occlusions mal occlusions <laughs> fillings extractions don't hit the nerve you know like teamwork i'm so ready to go become part of the dentistry team i'm not going to i love it like <laughs> i'm ready i'm like i'm too deep into my masters to go oh yeah let's change careers <laughs> yeah. maybe you'll change your mind if you come come sit with mal for a bit 
I know. I, I, I Mal, I can never meet you in person because then I think I feel like it's going to be too tempting. I'll just go. Oh, yes, I'm Oh, that looks interesting. <laughs> I'm going to really start bagging out the oral health profession. No, <laughs> oh, no, no. Well, you come to the wrong place to do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Everything I said up until now, disregard. No. <laughs> it's all a lie. No, thank you so much. It's been so lovely having you on the show. Um, and, you know, we might have to get you back for some more dental questions because you're just too good. <laughs> thank just you for having me. I loved it. Super fun. So Yay. good. So glad you enjoyed it. Are you going to tell your students to listen to us? I've already told everyone. I'm, like, oh! I'm going on a podcast. Amazing. Uh, I love it. You're basically doing our publicity for us. Thank you so much. Yeah, I think we'll, you'll become the alternate co-host. Thank you. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I don't want to do an episode, I think we should just bring Mal in because she obviously does a superior job to me. Much uh, like no, 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 um, no, no, no. <laughs> Well, thanks, guys. Super fun. I'm excited for your next episode. Yay. So exciting. Good side hustle. (laughs) All right. That was so great. Thank you so much, Mallory, for coming on the show. Um, and thank you all for listening and staying with us along all of our random tangents in this episode. <laughs> and thanks for waiting three weeks for the next episode. Yes, we appreciate it. We will try our best to get a little bit more regular with the episodes, but also we'll do them when we do them. Uh, but thank you again so much for listening and being with us on this journey. I say journey because I watched Bachelorette last night and I am so <gasps> excited. A quick chat right at the end when we should be doing. Well, I think we should do a quick chat at the end because because it's so good. Um, oh, my God, I, I love Brooke. I love. Brooke. I thought that there were so many amazing women on the show, oh and it made God. me realize that like the men need to step up their game, right? Because women would the women were just putting in so much more effort. They were the more women? intriguing. They were more interesting. They had better conversation. And also, every woman was a ten. Like I was like every. Oh single my woman. God, they were so gorgeous. But I was just like, I just need her to be with a woman because like it's they're just such an attractive couple like, it, like I have, I've picked girls. my favorite have you picked your favorite I haven't I yet have. um but um I, I need one more do you episode. have a front runner mm, I need one more episode to really settle in um but I did really like look for the guys I did really like Conrad he seems really cool he's got like real puppy dog eyes like when he was like which one was he he was the oh, bench gosh. guy uh, mm, <laughs> I thought he made way too big of a deal of that it, bench thing. I didn't. I was so mad. I, I was with my mate oh, Chelsea he, and we were on my couch being like, what the fuck? Like, this is so no, not okay. Like, I was watching it with my housemates and we were all just like, yeah, look, if you wanted to get her on the love seat, you should have taken the initiative. That's very true. Taken her over there yourself. But see, instead of waiting and then whinging when someone else does it before you, look, like take the initiative. Yeah. Don't just sit on took, your ass all the time. But he took the initiative and expect to... that. No, and expect that the world is just going to work out for you. Look, true. Yes, I would agree with all that. But also, he did take the initiative to bring the bench, think of the bench, make the bench, and like go. Let's make plans to sit on the bench. And like, yes, he maybe should have done he- it earlier. But also, like, I kind of liked that the guys sat back. One because I was like, yes, go girls, get your thing. Like, go do your thing, girls. But also, I was just like, you know, cool, just sit back, whatever. You won't get the girl, but that's fine. Like, just it wasn't <laughs> too much. Like, I deserve to be here. I deserve to talk to her. Like, it just it seemed more calm and less manic than previous um seasons which I really enjoyed um I did find that the vibe was altered by there being boys and girls I loved it because I kind of felt like the boys were like not as comfortable or not as willing to like be silly or do whatever they usually would do and the girls I mean the girls were just the girls were amazing oh my god that's so good but yes I'm so excited and I can't wait to watch more of it um I just I'm I worried about my um uh, you know wine intake because when I watch Bachelorette obviously you have to drink some wine um and I'm very excited and I can't wait I mean I drank some sparkling water, but <laughs> lame. Uh, I mean, you do you, you do you. Um, you. But yeah, anyway, so journey. Thank you for joining us on our journey and our bachelorette journey, which I'm sure we'll continue discussing in future episodes. I'm sure we will. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if, just in case, just in case the listeners want to know, my topic, oh, yes, please. my pick for Brooke mm. is Carissa. I loved okay. her blue dress. I thought she was stunning. I thought she was interesting. I thought they had a lot in common. Mm-hmm. And that is who I'm going to like just, that is my mm. pick for the mm-hmm. season. Unless there are intruders that she vibes yeah. with more, but like it's never going to be an intruder. It's always going to be an OG. So yeah. Carissa is who I pick. Um, Con- To be clear, Conrad is not my pick. 
Um, I really liked the Persian mm-hmm. Prince. He got the first impression rose as well. Oh, um, David? Yeah, he was really cute. I really liked him. I loved his jacket. Mm-hmm. I just loved that he was wearing a sparkly jacket. Um, but and they the, matched. It yeah, was so it was cool, so cute. Um, no, I can't remember the girl. I can't remember the, her name. Not, not, uh, I, I really liked Tage. Tage? Tage? Oh, yeah. But I don't think she'll win. I just really liked her. I just thought she was great. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so follow us on Instagram uh, because we do all the fun things there. Caitlin does all her fabulous memes, um, which I'm sure there'll be more. She's been AWOL for a bit, but maybe she'll come back. (laughs) She's coming back, folks. Although, are you? You're out of lockdown. You might leave your computer forever. Uh, Yeah, actually. (laughs) I might might be back. There's going to be a Caitlin-sized hole in the wall of just her running out um, at (laughs) 1am and she's gone. Like the road runner. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. That's exactly what I meant. Um, yeah. Give us a review if you would like to, um, or five stars, or you can just listen. Um, but you know, most importantly, if you liked us, tell your friends. If you didn't like us, tell your enemies. Um, and thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you at some point soon.